Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. I'm out. that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing isolating the already isolated, a confession based in a pub, and I've been caught with my trousers down, spam emails. And of course, JK has new tech. Yeah, I just don't tell you, Mum. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not, it's not the greatest tech in the world, but it's one of those things that everyone who has kids wants, and then you start filtering through the internet to get one. Not quite sure which one's which. Well, the one that I got is really good, and I thought, Do you know what, I'll share that because it might help with the run up to Christmas. What do we know? This will be going out on the 16th of December, so we're close to Christmas. So this gives you, um, this gives you a little bit of time maybe to get this if you have got good Amazon Prime, something like that. So that's. That's the disclaimer for JK's Got New Tech today. <laughs> well, there you go. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. <laughs> I like to be precise, <laughs> all right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, we've already got time to cover this, Jake. You don't have to go into quite so much detail right now. <laughs> uh, how are you? You, you, in, you interrupted my, my nice, catchy intros. I was okay. like, okay, well, yeah, okay. You need to tighten it up a bit. I was getting a bit bored. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm okay, mate. Thank you. Although I was just saying, I need my inhaler because I just carried some boxes up the stairs to the office, and now I need my inhaler, and I didn't have it with me. You are brilliant. So I, excuse I, the heavy breathing. So when <laughs> uh, we we said we'd record this at um, eleven o'clock on, so it's a Wednesday. We always record these on a Wednesday, so eleven o'clock, and our usual time is what twelve thirty, something like that. Yeah. 12.30. So I, I get a message from Al last night saying, is it all right if we can um, go a bit earlier today on the on the record? I'm like, mate, absolutely fine. Let me just check with Charlie first. My wife, who's a hypnotherapist, so she uses this studio that I use at home as well. So I'll just find out what's what. So she was due to finish at half 10. So I, I messaged you back saying, look, we could do the record at 11 if you want. That's the, is, that, is that good? He was like, yeah, perfect. I was like, I love, that's great, great, great. 5 to 11. I mean, I'm down here setting up, you know, getting all the satellite link and all that sort of stuff. Well, I press one button <laughs> and then I get a message from you going, um, <laughs> what was it? Here it is. A touch mate, mate. Oh, oh sorry. Late. <laughs> I, and I replied with, hang on. You were the one that wanted it earlier. Um, hands up emoji and smiley faces. And you, I know, I know, I know. And then there's a voice message saying, I'm not quite sure what we're going to do. You might need to work out that as well. You're right, hun. <laughs> it's been a bit. It's been a bit of a shit show today. <laughs> it's just busy. It's just really busy, which is good. I'm not going to complain about being busy because I know there's a lot of people who um, are not busy. Um, so I, I, I have just got lots going on. 
We had the discussion why, why there's lots going on, but I believe you probably can't mention that one. But I understand totally. Yes, I, I totally get it. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Anyway, tell us about this email, Jay. Uh, do you want me to do this first? Okay. Well, yeah, you, I mean, you drip, kind of drip fed it into me earlier and I was like, oh, that sounds intriguing. So go on. I'll okay. So, um, I got an email the other day and it didn't actually go into my spam folder. And, uh, usually anything that's like junk related usually goes in there. Sometime yours go in there, depending on what email address you send stuff to me. Just so you know, if I don't get back to you in time, that's why. I need What's to put... this junk related? This, this, um, well, let, shall I just read you the email? <laughs> so, you, so you know it, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is the email. Hi, I'm the person who successfully hacked and logged into your operating system while you are reading this message. I have full access to your personal data and system. Over the last few months, I've been watching your devices and I've noticed that you like to watch a lot of adult content, i.e. <laughs> pornographic videos. For this reason, I injected a virus into your browser and with the help of this utility, I was able to obtain, save and place in a safe place a brand new clip with your masturbation. <laughs> I recorded your masturbation and the adult content you were broadcasting at the time. Both clips were edited into the same mirror video. You may be wondering why your security <laughs> devices were unable to stop such a hacking attempt. Well, the answer is simple. My malware uses state-of-the-art latest generation encryption methods that are difficult to see, see, and remove. You see, at this point, I'm, I'm starting to think this isn't real. The recording I have... Oh, got... at this point, it's taking you this long. <laughs> I love that bit, the, that bit there where it goes, um, I've got the latest generation encryption methods that are difficult to see, see, and remove. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say, the recording I have comp- the recording I have compromises you to a large extent. Mate, you haven't seen it. It's definitely not a large extent. Uh, as I now have all your email and phone contacts, I can easily send this video to all your friends, family, and work colleagues uh, from Axis, um, Access Malware. But then you look into it further. I'll just tap on the email. It's from uh, emmanuel.depelcherorange.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Al, I've been hacked. They've, they've, they've caught me um, doing naughty adult stuff to naughty adult pornographic videos, apparently. They've caught you red-handed. Um, firstly, I mean, can can I've got... I've, I'd welcome the, the text message from uh, Emmanuel. <laughs> I was tempted with, with to reply. You going at it. <laughs> well, I was tempted to reply of finding a random stock image online of someone masturbating and putting your head on it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if you just replied going, crack on, mate, go for it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden my mum rings up and goes, oh, I've just been sent this WhatsApp. It's a little disturbing. Like, oh my God. Oh my God, it was true. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> Did they ask for money though? Is that what? What are they? Um, I, well, I didn't. Yeah, I, I feel like he's missed out a key part of this. <laughs> it's just, like, I just an FYI, mate. No, no, go, you're supposed to ask for money. You're supposed to ransom this video. Let me go back into my emails a second and just uh, see if there was. Wait there. That would be there. a fatal flaw in this uh, this scam artist process if he's forgotten to ask for money. <laughs> <laughs> wait there, wait there. Uh, Where did you just read it from, Bronga? <laughs> I know I screen grabbed it because I knew that I'd, well, literally what I'm just doing now, I screen grabbed it because oh, I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to find it again. So yes, as you say, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's a big flaw in, uh, in, in this plan. Yeah. It'd be like, right, great. And so you've got this video of me and you might send it. What do you want? Like, <laughs> Surely yeah. that's like when they go to scam artist school, like that's like lesson number one. Literally that was it. Yeah. That's all he sent. <laughs> 
make sure you ask for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, mate. Rule number one, work it out. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, has you, have, I mean, I guess that's, did you think that gets anyone? Do you think anyone, like, falls for that? Yeah, I think they do. But But that means that they must have been, like... They must have been like, like for, for me. It'd be like, well, I haven't, I haven't wanked in about ten years. <laughs> so whatever, like, Alan. Like, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not. I mean, I mean, certainly not to. Well, anyway, we don't need to go down that route. But what? But my point is that it's it's like someone must be like, oh yeah, maybe last night someone was watching me. Like, well, that's what they're that. hoping for, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they're hoping for. You're kind of thinking, hang on a second. Oh yeah. Oh, and I, oh my God, yeah. And, and when, when it all comes into what, bad use of expression there, but when everything falls into, into place, then you kind of go, ah, there must have been some sort of ransom. There had to be, got to be. This, it, anyway, doesn't make sense. Um, but they're all they're good fun emails, actually. They're, they are entertaining when they come in. My favourite is when you get the um, the calls, which is in, a recording message. So you pick it up, you go, I don't recognise this number. Oh, it's, yeah. it's usually from Leeds, to be honest. So you go, oh, crikey. I'll answer it anyway. Um, hello? 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 And then th- this recorded message starts talking over you. You have recently had an accident. Um, we yeah. would like to talk to you about that accident. Then they quickly put you through to someone. And then I, I, like my, I play my favorite game then, which is let's see how ridiculous my accident can be before they start to, to actually put the phone yeah, down. Yeah. My favourite one. I like doing that. And when Jen hears me winding them up or wasting their time or whatever, she's like, how are you wasting your time? I was like, no, 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 I'm wasting their time, Jen. I'm having yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, my favourite one is, um, so were you involved in an accident? Yes, I was. Yes. Okay. Could you please tell me uh, what car was uh, in the accident? I said, well, it's my car, which is a, um, let's say for the sake of this, a mini. And right. And what about the car that hit you? Do you have the registration? Um, oh, I don't I don't know if I do. Um, I think it was like P43. Oh, I don't know. Could you describe the vehicle? Yes, I can. It was a huge pink limousine. Um, <laughs> I, oh, oh, no, it's coming to me now. The registration was P1NK P A N. T H three R. They start. They write it down, and then they go. Then they go, sir. Um, please don't waste our time. I'm like, you're wasting my time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the, the, I had one the other day, right? It comes through, and it was this is the HMRC. You have overpaid your tax, and if you give us your bank details, we will transfer the monies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's when you try and reply back or try and call them, and you go, Can you please fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Stop wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's brilliant. It was always entertaining. Uh, well, it's always entertaining to entertain the scam artists. Well, just remember, though, Al, um, emmanuel.debelcherorange.com, otherwise known as Axis, is, is currently hacking into your computer right now and has noticed that you like to watch a lot of adult content, i.e. pornographic videos. And you've been doing it, apparently, over the last few months. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> someone's not, not Jen, is it? Someone's not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do a confession. Welcome back. You join us in the Don't Tell Your Mum confessional. 
to hear the embarrassing, the shameful and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its very worst. We've had some corkers. Yeah. Last week's was short and sweet, but oh my God, it Mm. was good. Yeah, eating poo. Eating poo, that was literally... And enjoying it. Eating their kids' poo, just, just to clarify. Yeah. Anyway, you have to tune into last week to get the full gist of that one. Um, anyway, this week we've got another dad um, who has remained anonymous. So, we don't know his name, um, that's but what it, it's that's a good what, one. That's what anonymous means. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one is like everyone's you know, listening. I think everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, God, I remember. I remember the first couple of weeks having a baby and you're just basically completely delirious for those first few weeks aren't you like yeah, it's just a blur yeah yeah you don't um, remember it you know sleepless nights and full on and still trying to work and all this kind of stuff that's why anyway, it's a blur by the way because you otherwise if you remembered what it was like having no sleep and 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 being like that you wouldn't have another one that's why you are tuned in to forget it now that's 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 fact that's why the hard times yeah. you are tuned to forget do you think that's what happens to women with labour? No, it does. That's exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Like their body forgets that that was absolute agony. Well, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the product that comes out has to be totally worth it. And it's debatable yeah. with when your kids, you know, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but <was> that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, you are programmed to forget that. Because yeah. why would you have another one? <laughs> There's... There's a lady, right, called Dr. Anna Machin, and I, I don't know if I've mentioned her before, but we should get her on this podcast. Okay. Because she she did, this is a little bit of a digression here, but it's interesting. She did, um, she's done 10, 12 years, over 10 years worth of research into new dads. So she, in terms of like experts, and it's a bit weird that she's a mum, but in terms of experts on new dads, she is the UK like knowledge. And, um, and part of her research was that about how in it during the pregnancy and Jesus burp and and what the yeah. hell is vibrating in the background yeah, it's this stupid office thing it'll stop in 10 seconds there you go <laughs> I don't know what it is it's something in the office that every now and again just starts humming it's like an episode of Benny Hill when you're in the in the office <laughs> anything can happen yeah anything could happen um and one thing that she found out this research and this is dads globally they did they did studies in dads in all over the world, you know, Russia, China, America, Africa, everywhere. Jamaica, I think. Anyway, and she, um, and they found that during pregnancy and labor, dads go through a physiological change as well as the mums. And yeah, we don't have the pain, but in terms of like our emotions and our hormones, which I think is the most important thing, our hormones change. So our testosterone levels come way down and our, is it estrogen? It's estrogen. not estrogen. Yeah, I think it's um, adrenaline. What's estrogen. like the love hormone? What the, the feel good hormone? I'm oxytocin. Sure Oxy- oh, right, yeah, oxytocin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And our oxytocin levels increase. So you know when you find yourself like crying at the end of Lion King or some cartoon, mm. that is because no, you never heard that. <laughs> no, I've yes, never cried at the end of Lion King. No, no. Yes, you have. Or, no. or other films. Yes, you have. Like you're more emotional. You're more like, why am I crying? Why am I weeping here? You there know, there may have been a slight tear at Bambi, but that's it. All right. So you're a robot, so you don't count. But everyone else, <laughs> like all these dads, find themselves all of a sudden like just more emotional. I, I and agree. That's be- yeah. And that's because our testosterone has come down and oxytocin has come up so it's not just mums that go through this physiological change to like you say forget the pain but actually it is dads that go through that change as well which is like it's chemically it's like um physical change it's not like something that's you know we can think about it just Mm. happens 
Wow. That's interesting. See, this yeah. this podcast, not just, well, it's never funny, but it's but it's now factual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we can tick the factual box. We can do it. Um, anyway, we should get her wrong, because she's very interesting. Um, anyway, let's, let's talk about this confession. Let's do the confession, yeah. <laughs> this is what it says. When my firstborn was born, the first time her mother, my partner, went out with friends for a couple of hours on week three, I decided to go to the pub and I forgot I had her. Literally, I ordered a pint and a mate said, congratulations, by the way, at which point I dropped the pint and ran home. Luckily, I lived 100 yards away. She's never let me forget it either. Presumably, she's talking about the partner there. What? Yeah, so basically... That wasn't very well written. <laughs> but, well, he, well, he probably did it in the pub. <laughs> probably, yeah. Forget, forgot his Basically, his, his newborn daughter was three weeks old and his wife went out for like the first time. And then during the evening, he then forgot he had a daughter, right? His firstborn and decided he would nip to the pub for a, for a swift one. And at, at the pub, he ordered a pint and his mate said, congratulations, by the way, at which point he realised he had a daughter. <laughs> But this is easily done. And she was still at home. It's easily done. And and I, I can, for instance, I remember that Charlie, a very similar thing happened. Charlie had gone out for the very first time after Noah, our firstborn. Um, and I, um, I ordered a takeaway and I thought, yeah, it's fine. And it was just, it was by the train station. So I live quite close to the train station. I thought, yeah, yeah, fine. I'll, I'll pick it up. That's no problem. I literally went out the door to go and pick it up and went, fuck. Yeah. What? And I was about to go and get it. Because in my mind, that takeaway, obviously it, it doesn't do delivery. You always have to go and collect. Mm. So I was just going to go and collect it. And I thought, Shh, I can't do that anymore. If I'm here by myself, I can't. <laughs> a kid. My favourite yeah. takeaway, which I collect, yeah. I can't do it. And also the yeah. reason I used to go and collect was because um, you always got a pint. <laughs> you always get a free pint, don't you? <laughs> yeah, and, if, but if you and, and the more and more you do it, then one pint gets to three pints if you walk it. You know, so I, that, and that's why I used to do. But yeah, I literally was about to walk out the door. I thought, Fuck, I can't do this. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a baby. <laughs> it is strange. But you have to really adjust. You have to adjust. Like you can't be that single mentality. Well, well I think as long as it happens just the once, then it, it's forgivable. If it happens a few well, times, yeah. then maybe not so much. Yeah, and when, you know, in the first couple, two or three weeks, I'll let you off with that as well. But you know, not when they're three years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. There now, are mate. times when I'm tempted to nip out. From- <laughs> He's asleep. He's not going to wake up. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I've got a baby monitor. <laughs> Honestly, I've got this new. I've got this new one now where I can. I can actually. I can. I can check him wherever I am in the world. It's absolutely what, fine. I can talk to me, him as well. It's two way conversation. Let me paint a scenario for you. Right. If you did live next to or opposite a pub, i.e., within sort of fifty yards of a pub, right, and you were on your own, and your child was asleep in bed, and you did have a baby monitor. What is the difference between going downstairs into your living room or into your garden or even if you've got a big house, you know, into the West Wing or something? What is the difference between that and just sitting next door at a pub? Okay, so the pub is either next door or it's right opposite. It's within 50 yards in any direction. Well, you know what I'm like with security. I've got cameras everywhere. So, and, yeah. uh, and I've got Wi-Fi extenders. So there's always clear service, whatever happens. I can always yeah. see. There's always good reception. So I am kitted up to be able to do that. 
<laughs> so you're saying it's fine as long as you've got a good wife no I'm just saying I'm kitted up to do it I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say that I would do it I'm kitted up to do it but yeah. look we know the we know the official answer to this is no absolutely not mm. but then okay what about if I put this scenario in there which is that um, I don't know you, you, you are your phone's broken your phone doesn't work yeah. so you need to, quickly to call your wife because I don't know, for whatever reason. So the only way you'd be able to call them if you didn't have a landline would be to go to like the next door neighbour or the pub and go and do that. It's no different to that, is it? Yeah, no, not really, no. I mean, we have a hot... We did, it's broken now, long story there, but we had a, um, a, hot, a little blow-up hot tub in the back of our garden. And our garden isn't massive, it's probably 20 metres in length. And... But it's obviously outside and down the end of the garden. And, you know, there have been times where I'm like, oh, Jen, should we nip in the hot tub? And she's like, we can't. Ted's upstairs asleep. And I'm like, yeah, but we're not, we're not leaving the property. Like, we're just in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> but she, she wouldn't do it. Interesting. But I think I probably would go to the end of the garden. Oh, yeah, no. With with my, my, this studio is at the end of our garden. So you're yeah. right. So I technically am doing it. And actually there is... Well, there's a there's a bottle of there's wine just down there. <laughs> and yeah, but, but is it like is well, it, have you got a bar with like a, like no. a big pint lever? Well, the shed next door. <laughs> and a barmaid. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that are you in a pub today, <laughs> Charlie? Charlie doesn't know that I've employed a barmaid, but yeah, yeah, she's staff. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. She's on PAYE. <laughs> Hang on a second, wait. They're going to answer the door. The cleaners are coming in. Wait there a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, um, I say because it was a, it's a one-off, it happened at a very early stage when you had your baby. Um, look, I don't condone it, but I do forgive that one-off. I do. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with you there. And nothing I, I, happened. I can forgive. No, nothing, nothing happened. happened. It was an innocent mistake. You know, I mean, it's no different from driving your kid to Sainsbury's, going into the shop and then realising you've left them in the car seat. Exactly. All the time, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, wait there. The trolls are typing already. The trolls are typing already. <laughs> yes, nothing happened, but it could have. Oh, f*** off. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The sky could have fallen on oh, his head. shut up. Um, right. So if you have a confession that you would like to share with us, you can remain anonymous. We understand. Um, we're, we're very good like that. Then make sure you go to thedadsnet.com and uh, go to the confession page and you could submit your confession there. Coming up next, we've got a little bit of fatherhood therapy. So stay tuned. Right, um, so Father Therapy, have you got one? I've got one. It actually leads on from what we were talking about last week. Um, I was talking about car seats, car seats. You know my stress about car seats where (laughs) I can see you eating a crisp. I can see you. (laughs) I don't mind you seeing me, I just didn't want to hear me. (laughs) Right, you know my, my beef with car seats where the kids just sometimes they, oh, when they're fighting in a car seat or when they're doing naughty stuff in a car seat and you're driving you can't do anything about it especially if you know i've got my car i can't reach the kids in the back i can't even like tap someone or pass someone a drink or whatever i can't do that in my car so that was my beef now here's the next step of that because usually when we're in a car seat we're either going for a nice family walk or we're going out or whatever let's go to the family walks what 
What, what is it like for you when you've got to walk the dog? And remember, when, you, when I say walk the dog, the dog needs to have a bit, of, it needs to have a good exercise to make sure that it's it's well behaved throughout the day. Yeah? yeah, we've got a dog. We 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 owe it to our dog to have a nice walk. That's 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 it. End of. When Charlie always says, "Can you take the two kids with you as well?" Uh, under my breath, I always do a. <sighs> <laughs> they do hinder walks. If if it was me and Charlie and the dog and the two kids, absolutely fine. One of us can take the kids. One of us can take the dog because you know she, the dog is a pup at the moment. She's jumping up at people. I'm trying to train her to stop her doing that. Trying to do recall, all this sort of stuff, which I may as well just actually pass on to the kids as well because they're just as bad. So that that's what I'm trying to do. But you just you can't do it by yourself when you've got a dog and the kids. It's a nightmare. Well, okay. My the, my frustration with walks is slightly different because for me, the, the the nightmare time is the getting out for the walk. I can say, right, we've got to take the dog for a walk, and all of a sudden, all hell will break loose in the house. Like it will be like some kind of demonic possession. Yeah. Like takes over the house, a big black cloud, and what those things called dementors come from Harry Potter, and it's just hell. It's yeah. like, oh my god, all I said was let's go for a walk. <laughs> Whereas, you know, oh, you wouldn't even believe it. And it's like, I don't want to go, want to go. Get your shoes looking, on! Yeah, and Ted's looking at Jen going, chill out, Mum. like, it's fine, we're just going for a little... Walk. Wrong feet! <laughs> Wrong feet! How many times, Noah? Wrong feet! Oh, it's... Luna, you yeah. can't go out to the woods in your Crocs. Take your Crocs off. Right, no, why have you taken your coat off? I've just put your coat on. Really, S- stand back from the door, I can't get through. Who let the dog out? Who? Well, I've mastered this. Right. I know how I can solve this problem that you've just described very eloquently. <laughs> I need a wee it's, now. <laughs> no, it's really I just easy. asked you if you wanted a wee. <laughs> it's really easy, right? You make sure that in the back of your car, you've got a box. And in the box is a, is a coat and some wellies, right? I've got and that. And then what you do is you just pick them up and you walk out the house. Whether they're kicking, screaming, shouting, it doesn't matter. Because you pick them up, you put them in the car seat, and then, you, and then when you arrive... It's it's almost like they can't. They're there now, so they've resigned. This is the, this is with Ted, right? Beforehand, it's hell. When we get there, it's it's like a different child. And actually, he's pretty easy. Yeah. Because and and especially if you give him a stick, give him a stick, we we can walk for an hour and a half easy. It's just and our dogs, our dogs pass that training stage, so it is a bit easier because he just sort of, he just runs wherever we go. He tops off. Well, actually, no, Coco, our, our dog has been, she, she's actually really impressed me, but she still needs nurturing. She's only what, like, at this current point, she would be, what is she now? Probably almost 20 weeks, perhaps it will be, something like that. 16, 18 weeks, maybe. So still needs that, you know, that attention. But here's another thing. When we're out on walks, okay, so we'll, we'll literally, I guarantee we probably put one foot in front of each probably 20 times, and it'll be, can I have a snack? I mean, no. Look, we, you can have a snack at the end of the walk. Okay, can I have a drink? You've just had a drink. If you have more drinks, you'll need a wee. And, and, and we haven't got anywhere. We, there's not a potty. There's nothing. We can't, you know, we can't do this. 
So then that happens. I'm hot. I'm going to take my coat off. No, because you'll get cold. Then you have to hold a coat. Then all of a sudden, inevitably, Daddy, I'm cold. Right, here you go. Where's your hat? Oh, it's back there. Oh, you have to... Uh, where, where, I left it so we'd find our way back to the car. Where are your gloves? Oh, I mean, you've only got one glove. Where's the other glove? And, the, and when they're mittens, you're like, oh my God, where the hell's that? And the reason she's taking her mittens off is because she can't hold a snack. But then her hands are too tiny for normal gloves at the moment. So, I mean... Am I just being a miserable twat? <laughs> because it really does my face. Uh, uh, a little bit. So you, <laughs> you, like you, though, you, were, you were just so smug. Yeah, when we're out on the walk, everything's brilliant. When we're out on the walk, it's still the same. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's, it, for me, it's just getting out. Once he's out, oh, it's, he's fine. It's that initial bit. But the initial bit is like, it's like hell. Yeah. Really is bad. But anyway, so there you go. There's my top tip. Keep everything in the boot of the car and just walk out. Don't even tell him. Just sling him over your shoulder. Walk out. No, that's what, what I've, been do- I've been doing that lately. So I literally do take them out in their Crocs now. And then I, because yeah. we've got, um, we've got this like old four by four. We just, I just put them on the, on the back. So they just literally what you, got? Sit- you know what I've got? I've got the, the old Je- Mitsubishi. No, I've got the Jeep. What Jeep? Grand Cherokee. I did not know this. Did you not know I changed my car? Is that the last? Has it been that long since we've actually seen each other? I mean, it is, yeah. But I think we. I think you did tell me about it. Yeah, you swapped. You swapped it for the Beamer. Or was it for I the? Sw- uh... I swapped the Beamer. Yeah, thank yeah. God I did as well because a dog and two kids now. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, sling him on the boot. Stick the shoes on. See, the thing is, right? <laughs> I, know, I know that everyone's give them like... a stick as well. There's a tip. Give them each a stick. Give them a stick. Yeah, but then Luna will take a, a she'll take her mitts off for the stick, and then she'll lose a mitten, and then I can't mitts. find that. Oh, mate, that, yeah, you are going wrong with a little bit here. Yeah, but you, she, but gloves don't fit her. You don't, it's not the gloves. Her hands are tiny. It's cold yeah. right now. Even oh, I, my hands on, are cold. Mate. Come yeah. on, mate. Shut your face. Supposed don't to be overcomplicate me. things with mittens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the <laughs> string that goes through, and so they are definitely there by the end yeah. of the walk. That's what I'll do. <laughs> right, okay. Well, there fine. you go. Family therapy, all done and dusted. Thank you. Ah! My headphones have fallen off. Oh, yeah. Sorry, father therapy, not family therapy, although there was a bit of fatherly family therapy in that. Yeah. Eh, either works. Okay, what are we do next? Coming on next, we're going to be talking about um, isolating the already fairly isolated... I'm going to leave it there. We're going to leave it hanging. What the hell does that even mean? I mean, I don't even know, but find out after the break and we'll try and unpick it. <laughs> So we're talking about um, isolating the already isolated. Is that correct? Yes. I'll tell tell you what I mean by that. There is evidence that shows that dads, when they become a dad, become quite isolated in their role as a dad, Mm. i.e., you know, they're working and then they're dad. But there's no real place where them for them to digest being dad. It's like you're just thrown in the deep end and, you know, you're, you, you haven't got time to be playing football as much as you were, so you're not seeing your football mates. There's obviously you're too tired and not much time to go out with your mates. So you're, you're basically, but your, your social circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And, and what can happen is your world becomes work and your kids. And that is obviously a, a pressure on dads. It does happen to moms, but obviously we're a dad podcast, so we are going to talk about um, yeah. dads. But, you know, that doesn't mean we're not, we're saying it doesn't happen to moms. Of course it does yeah. in many ways and different ways as well. But for dads, we're talking about. And um, and then what can happen? And then obviously over this year, which has been a hell of a year, as we all know, but it's, um, but, but the problem with that is that 
where dads, I guess, find a little bit of... What's the opposite of isolation? Um, not isolated. <laughs> yeah, find a little bit of being not isolated. Is at work. Freedom. They go to work and they'll see their colleagues and things. But this year, they just haven't been at work. They've either been furloughed and not allowed out from lockdown, or they've been working from home. And we've had so many dads and dads there that have come in and they say, oh... Like, I wake up with the kids, I sort the kids out, they go to school, or if they didn't go to school at lockdown. Um, and then I have to log on to my laptop, and I can stop for lunch for a bit, but can't go out of the house anywhere, and then log back on, and, you know, and then log back on in the evenings. And they're just basically, the only things they do is working on a screen or with their kids and, and their family. And um, and that has been driving people really insane. You know, a lot of dads whose, whose mental health has taken a really big knock. And the reason I thought this was valuable to bring up is that we're coming into a, a season that can be very joyous for many people, but also can be incredibly difficult for so many people, made harder by the fact that we're going into it with a, uh, with a pressure on our mental health. And we're going into it with, with weird restrictions and stuff. So I thought it's worth raising the point that when you are in those poor, bad head spaces, you can do stupid things. Like obviously, you do daft things. Mm. Uh, you know, we turn to alcohol or, you know, drugs or gambling or, you know, the things that kind of lure you in and you end up falling down a bit of a rabbit hole and then going, oh, crap, how did I get here? And so... This was kind of sparked because I had a conversation with James Cracknell, OBE. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Who we were hoping to get on the podcast. Um, but he and he was just saying, like, don't leave it too late to ask for some help. You know, before you do that stupid thing, before you, you know, drink that bottle or um, whatever it is you do, don't leave it too late um, because it, nothing is nothing because you can. What am I trying to say here, mate? Come on, help me out. Because you don't need to leave it too late. No. There's people who in you know, there's people who you can reach out to and they'll go, Oh yeah, I was there, mate. Hang in there, do this, talk to someone, ring your GP, you know, speak to a friend, ring them up, use Zoom, you know, and, and encourage you to not be in that such in such a place. It, it's quite scary how many people I know that have found lockdown really tough. And these are people that don't have any um, mental health issues. They don't suffer from depression. There isn't any anxiety. And the amount, I would say, let me think, mm, 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 probably four people, four of my mates have, have, have been struggling. I mean, really struggling. And, and yeah. thankfully, they've, they've reached out. And also, one of my friend's partners, also, you can tell, is is struggling and and she's actually sort of confided in me and said you know I'm a little worried about him blah 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 and and that's because um not only you know th there's this thing where everyone there are a lot of people that are furloughed there are a lot of tragic stories of people losing their jobs in you know in 2020 which is horrific but th th this this guy I'm talking about actually is still working still has a job has a very good yeah. job a very well paid job um but you know he, he He's really struggling with his work, but he's feeling guilty because he's still got a job. And there are so many people out there that, that don't have jobs. So that's the first thing. The second thing is he is working 
three times, four times as hard as he would be if he was mm. going into the office. And this is another yeah. thing that I'm noticing. It's because they've laid off so many people. Yes. The workload hasn't changed. Precisely. So he will he will get up at, let's say, eight o'clock in the morning. He'll start work at nine. He'll try and have breaks. He'll finish for when his his wife gets back. And then he's back on it when the kids go to bed. And let's say that's probably yeah. at seven o'clock. And he's, uh, and, and he's not coming, he's not going to bed till like two or three in the morning. Then he's back up again at six and, and, it, and, and it's really starting to affect him. He started to become a, a bit of a recluse. He doesn't really want to, to go out. And this is just for like walks or to go and grab a takeaway coffee. You know, and she's saying, I can really see a change in his mental health. I really can. I think he is, you know, going down the, the, the sort of avenue of, of depression. And I think, I don't know if he realizes it. I don't know if he wants to chat. You know, I'm there for him. I don't know if he needs another guy to speak to or someone that's going through something, you know, similar. Um, mm. But yeah, this is this is an issue and a massive issue. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of um, a, a lady who's a very good friend of, of ours called Emma Kenny. And she is really, really shouting about mental health during these these lockdowns and, you know, the lack of support and... Um, I just think the lack of, of knowledge about what is going on and the statistics are horrific, Al. And they really, yeah. really are. We're talking about there are there are there are kids that are ten years old that are having suicidal thoughts. And the, yeah, yeah. By all means, I know it's a pandemic. I know that this this you know this disease is it is what it is. And I understand you know that there are lots of mild cases and there are lots of severe cases. Um, but we cannot underestimate what this is, the impact it's having on mental health and suicide because it's no, exactly it's terrible. And I think, and I think also, like, it can just it can just make you into a place where you're rat. Like, obviously, there's extreme of of suicide and and whatever else, but there's also it can just impact the way you are with your kids, yeah, or your partner. Like, just being short with them, short tempered and ratty and you know, not grasping the time you have with them, you know, with both hands. And, and I think that it's, it's so important just to be aware of it. And, and we've all been, you know, I'm, I'm sure that everybody listening, we've all been in really bad places. I have really bad head spaces and consequently make absolutely terrible decisions mm. that I'm certainly not proud of. Mm. And, you know, if it wasn't for a loving family and supportive partners and, you know, kids and whatever to, to kind of pull you through, you know, who knows what, would, what where I would have been. But it's it's having that initial push to reach out and to talk to someone about it and to get it out there. And honestly, I think that is 90% of the battle. Yeah. Just acknowledging it and mentioning it to someone. And you can do, like people do it in dad's net all the time. They share an anonymous post and then you get a load of advice. And, you know, that's the first step. Honestly, it's the first step. So... I don't, I don't know necessarily I want to dwell on it, but I think that I wanted to raise as we go into Christmas and as we come out of a, a hell of a year that's put mighty pressures on our mental health. I think what I just want to say to people listening is make sure you just reach out to friends, family, anonymous forums like Dad's Net where you can kind of just have a bit and of anonymity. Also, remember, there is no shame whatsoever in going to your GP. That is what your GP is there yeah. for. That it is takes wh- great strength to do that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, literally there was a time where 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 I was uh, I was not feeling myself, and actually it was during it was during a breakup. So you know, I kind of went in, and and I remember there was a lady doctor that um, that I saw, and she was lovely, and 
she but she was she she didn't feel just like a doctor she felt like a very wise old friend you know what i mean she was one of those and i remember saying to her like you know i don't know i i feel really i feel really depressed i feel this i feel that and i explained my situation and she actually said to me she said i think i've said this before but she said she said jason you you are not depressed you are you are hurt you are sad mm. you yeah. this is you know you've gone through a lot and do you know what? That's all I needed to hear. And she was right. She was absolutely right. There was, I didn't need, you know, antidepressants. I didn't need anything like that. I was just feeling sad, but me going to her and just talking to her, you know, whether or not you come away and you, you do have to take medication or you don't have to take medication. Yeah. You've talked to someone about it. And remember your GP as well is highly trained to make sure you are pointed in the right direction, whatever that may be. It might just be exercise. It might just be, Get a dog. It might just be, you know, it, but it might be further. It might be further on down the line where you probably need to chat to other people, counselling, whatever that is. But there's always something there to help you. There always is. And like you say, the dad's net is another great place to see like-minded dads in a similar situation to you. And you can chat about it. There you go. One more thing, actually, while I think about it, and this is the working from home thing. Let's quickly go back to that. And I think it's very important to state this. Remember, if you are feeling slightly agitated you're feeling slightly snappy and you don't feel like you're giving your family your best remember that you are currently if you are working from home you do not have that other space to go and let off steam you don't have the commute to think about stuff you don't have you know that little quick drink after work with your mates to decompress you are working from home you are living at home you are with your family at home constantly there is no break from the routine so this is definitely heightened times you know you are going to be feeling like that we all feel like that so just remember that these are abnormal times and that could be also why you're feeling this stress and this you know this um yeah i don't want to say pain but this strangeness it's yeah. abnormal yeah yeah. There we go. Very wise words from the Don't Tell Him On podcast. Well, Not often we can say that, hey? Ah, oh, you know what I mean. I just, I really, I'm, I think it's, I'm, I'm fortunate. I have, I have a wife who's very understanding. I have, I have two great kids and, you know, I'm, I'm currently still working and I, I just think about, I think about the people that, that aren't and especially in these times. I mean, how bloody terrible is that? And it's, yeah. yeah, if you can listen to this podcast and take something away from it and realise that you, it's not just you, then hey, hopefully that helps. Yeah, yeah. Right, should we move on? Right. Yeah, you got any new tech? Shh, don't tell you, mum. It's not that good though. But you understand what I mean in a minute. <laughs> I love that way to keep way to keep listeners in tune, babe. <laughs> So it's actually, um, so look, when this goes out, 16th of December is when this is released and we're quite close to Christmas. And I just, I know that kids, you see so many kids on the school run and just in parks and stuff like that with these three wheel scooters. Now, if you go and look for a three wheel scooter, you will see so many brands 
on Amazon, eBay, Argos, online, wherever it is. So how the hell do you choose which one of these three scooters to go for? Because they're really expensive ones. There are ones like 100 quid, which are, you know, the, the, the and again, they are, they are great. Then there's the cheaper ones, which are probably 20 quid. But which one is, is the one to go for? So this is what I have. My, my son Noah has this. It's the, I think it's called Ban Three Wheeler Scooter. And that's, that's um, spelt B-A-N-N-E. So the Ban Three Wheeler Scooter. It. Google it. You can find it on Amazon. It's there. And this um, this supports 50 kilograms max of weight. It's a quick storage one. And this is why I love this. So the handlebar folds down. So once you've taken them on the school run and then you're walking home, you fold this bad boy up and you just hold it in your hand. That's it. And that's why I love it. Uh, it's uh, high-strength aluminium. It's got an alloy pipe, maximum load-bearing board. So the scooter also can, like I said, support 50 kilograms. Easy folding. Uh, perfect for storage as well if you just want to shove it into a cupboard. Height adjustable. Anti-slip height can be adjusted to 24.7 inches to 35.3 inches, which also means that when your kid grows, you can obviously put the handlebars up. Uh, it's got flashing 120 millimeter wheels. Yes. Flashing. I, I can't get enough of it Love when I see that. Noah go off in the distance. It's brilliant. They're um, wear resistant anti-slip as well. Uh, it's smooth. It's noiseless. Um, they're big stable wheels. It says here they can go over pebbles, grass, uh, concrete, wooden floors and carpets, but I would just stick to the, to the, to the roads. Uh, you know, with scooters, easy lean, so you can just steer, but you know, you put your weight Is- on it. Is it, can I ask a question? Is it, um, you know the bit that you put your foot on? Yeah. The, the plate, I don't know what it's called. I do. How how sturdy is that? Now, there's a well-known brand that everyone sees, I won't mention them, um, but they're much more expensive. But the the plate that you put your foot on, on them, isn't always so strong. And I'll tell you why. Occasionally, if Ted's like had enough of scooting, yes. I'd like to just hop on. Listen, I'm about to tell you the next thing. So today, I took Noah to school. So I, I um, we, we, we went. Oh off. my god! No, let scoot. Let back, me let me you? finish. Let me finish. So <laughs> I t- I took him to school, and I, as I was walking back, there was um, a, an old lady walking her dog, and uh, I, I went morning. She went morning, she, and and she said, um, she said, well, you're not going to get on then. I was like, oh no, this is my son's. <laughs> Have a lovely day. Bye. And I just thought, what am I doing? Hang on a minute. What am I doing? <laughs> She's onto something. So I adjusted the handlebar to the top height, which is perfect for me. I'm five foot seven, so I'm technically a kid anyway. Yes, I am heavier than what it, it says. Um, I am, well, I'm 11, 11 stone, so I don't know what that is in kilograms. 70, is it? So the maximum weight bearing is 50 on this. But, mate, it was absolutely fine. Was I, it? Yeah, totally. So I scooted home. And just, that is what you want. That's what you want. I got the funniest looks in the world. I don't care. I really didn't care. <laughs> I loved it. I'm a dad. I don't have any I'm time to care anymore. Look at my wheels. Watch them glow. Look at my rims. Look at them. Yeah. 120 millimeter rims flashing. Thank you very much. You know, all those people laughing at you. Next time, you, tomorrow, when you drop Noah off, there'll be one other person scooting home. Oh. And then on, on Friday three people you'd be setting this craze all of a sudden all these dads would be scooting back yeah. to their kids back. well you know, the, you know you know there was like the bmx crew i'm gonna go for the three-wheel scooter crew we are we are gonna do this we're gonna meet in the park after drop off <laughs> cause some trouble 
Uh, it's got a one-year warranty. It's got really good customer service as well. So, yeah, I highly recommend the Ban, B-A-N-N-E, three-wheel scooter on Amazon. Just do a search for it. It's foldable, and that's the great thing. 50 quid as well. It's Lots what, of colours. Oh, no, no. So, no, the one I've got is the blue one, which is thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. So up to fifty, and the black one goes to fifty two ninety nine. Uh, it's got yeah. four and a half stars and five hundred and five ratings. So, um, and yeah, these ratings are usually good. So, uh, I highly recommend that one if you're in the market for it. And the glow up lights, brilliant. There you go, done like and dusted. It. Good work, mate. So, I think. Am I right in thinking we've got an episode next week, and then we have no what. Oh, well, I think next... Well, are we going to do a Christmas special next week? Christmas special next week, so everything will be will be festive-related, and hmm. there may be a break we, for a week, I think. Yeah, then we'll have a break. Then we'll have a little break, maybe one, two weeks, and then we'll be back. Yeah, for season five. How about season that? Should we just call five. it that? <laughs> it was all blends season into one. Season <laughs> five. Wow, who'd have thought we got this far? I didn't. No yeah. one did. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be catching up Henry Danger soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, listen, thank you for listening. Uh, there'll be a new episode next Wednesday. And don't forget to download, subscribe from Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you rate us as well because we always love a good rating. We need to check if we haven't, we've had any new ratings, by the way. We need to do that for next shall week. I, shall I Google it quick? Have a quick Google. Um, there was one else. What else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And also, listen, anything that we've talked about, and if you are struggling with anything, uh, the dadsnet.com, uh, there's lots of stuff there for you. Um, and hopefully it will help. That's uh, that's all I can say. Uh, no, <laughs> well, there's no new, new ones on iTunes. Um, but we've got 148 ratings. Have we? Yeah. So why have we got uh, no new ones? I don't know. Please give us some ratings and give us something to read. What what star are we now on? Uh, are we four point five? Four point five. Who yeah. is who? Right? Who trolled us? Come on. Who well, I it? have a couple of people who hate my guts for so, oh, right. stuff I did ten years so, ago. Okay. Well, if it's your, well, <laughs> you know, you got to take it when you when you put yourself in the arena, Al. You've got to take it. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Have a great week. 